Hello and welcome to episode number 58 of A VO's Journey. My name is Anthony Pika and happy Friday. And, you know, I am trying a new time. So last night I went to bed. My daughter was having uh, trouble going to sleep. So I wasn't able to record. Usually I record about 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning before I go to sleep. But last night I went to bed earlier and then I woke up at around 4 this morning. So right now it's about 4.45 a.m. and I'm trying to record at a new time. So happy Friday. (laughs) Um, We'll see how it goes. I'm a little stuffed up. You know, when you wake up in the morning, uh, you're a little stuffed up. So I've been trying to do my warm-ups and and all my vocal exercises that I do. And uh, But hopefully it'll uh, it'll sound okay. All right. Well, anyways, welcome. I have a cool episode today. I want to talk about pricing and I want to talk about what I've gone through with my prices and what I think are some uh, good things for you to stand by when you are pricing everything from your work to your work on Fiverr to your work on ACX, etc. Okay. All right. Let's do it. This is... VO's journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. Okay, so, well... I am, you know, we made it to Friday. I'm super excited to be talking about uh, pricing today because I think this is something that I see the most, especially when people contact me about uh, questions on Fiverr and they talk to me about not understanding what's going on and, and why they're not getting traffic and or more so why they're not getting work. And, I, you know, I'll be honest, nine times out of 10, when I look at people's gigs, the first thing I notice usually is that uh, especially on Fiverr, uh, pricing is not matching up with where they are and what they're doing. Okay, um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that today. But before I go on, I want to actually take a second to uh, read a um, on uh, from iTunes to read a review. And you know the reviews on iTunes are so helpful to the podcast and getting recognized. And I just want to take a second to read a review. Um, by this is uh, from Jet Mech Two, okay, and um, they say this podcast is great for anyone who wants to become a professional voice talent or anyone who is an aspiring entrepreneur. Anthony Pika takes you through his real life journey of beckoning a full time voice talent. I've been subbed since episode one, and am always encouraged by each new episode that has great tips, advice entails from his real life journey to full-time self-employment. Well, hey, thank you so much, Jetmech too. I really appreciate that, and uh, it means the world to me. And if if everybody wouldn't mind, if you could, when you get a chance, uh, to leave a review on iTunes. And you know what? I'd be happy to uh, read your uh, review over, over the... Um, over the podcast. It means, again, like I said, the world to me. So thank you so much. And thank you, Jetmech, too, for that amazing review. All right. So uh, let's see. Moving forward, we're going to talk about, like I said, pricing. And I want to kick this off by saying some words about the overall thought behind your pricing and how I view it 
<clears throat> excuse me, and what I think will help you in the future. But I do want to start by saying that, listen, uh, the, the talk about pricing always, it seems to offend certain people. And, and I totally understand it. it. It can be difficult to talk about price because what a lot of us do is a lot of us feel that pricing um, determines who we are and our worth. And, um, you know, if we're not priced right, something's wrong with us or we are, you know, um, not valuing who we are. And I have to tell you that I really would like all of us. And, and I don't know who started this. I don't know, you know, it, it was some, some people somewhere who were upset about people charging something or whatever. Um, but this idea that, you know, we're charging a certain rate and that determines our value. And I just think that's the personally, I think that's ridiculous. Okay. About, you know, the, the way we price a voiceover does not determine our worth as a human being. Um, you know, so, or our impact on the world about how much we charge for a voiceover. So I, I just, I would like everybody to, you know, when you take, take a moment to think about that and, and hopefully what will happen is you will start to see that, you know, a, like I said, your value has nothing to do. Your value as a person has nothing to do with how, what you charge on voiceover. Okay. It really doesn't. <laughs> you are, we are, we are invaluable. So if, if you want to look at it that way, none of us could ever charge enough. Uh, no one anywhere, whatever. Th- there's, there's no money that is worth us. Okay. So there's one side of it. So the second side of it though, is if you look at it that way, you'll start to see that, okay, if you take yourself out of the equation, all right, this, uh, again, you take your, your, your emotional side out of the equation and you start to look at a tactical side of charging and pricing you'll start to see that there is tactics, there is ways to use pricing as another method of getting traffic, as getting recognized, as getting noticed. And I I really think people should look at their pricing in a manner in which to get a conversation started. We are in a business where people want to know us because this is a very personalized product that we offer. Because it is our voice we're using, so people want to know that there is someone real on the other end. I mean, when when someone says, you know, I want real, I want guy next door, or gal next door, I want someone who, you know, um, is not fake or pretend. Well, they want, they really do want that. And what they're really saying to you is, is they just want a person to be a person. Okay, so... Um, that's I think that's something that if we look at it that way, it will help you start to tailor your pricing based on where you are, what platform you are, your strategy of moving forward to get business, retain business, and also your strategy of where you want to be financially with um, you know offerings of uh, products, the types that you're doing, the amount of time you're doing. Um, but here again, I'm going to go back and I know I say this, so, but I, I want to say this again. And I, if you want to post this on your wall, I know I'm going to, I think I want to post this on my wall because it always rings in my mind. And I know it's silly, uh, because we're, we're talking about voiceover, not stage acting, but I always go back to that saying, and y'all have heard me a million times. You never add another performance until you are sold out 
of the ones you are currently doing. And sometimes if you're not even selling out the ones you're currently doing, you might need to pull back a little bit until you start selling out. All right, selling out more shows. So listen, so in the context of voiceover, this always rings true to me because it's like, if you're charging a lot of money for your work, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're not getting traction, if you're not getting business, not looking at your pricing as a part of a reasoning behind, you know, the type of the business that you're getting or the amount of business that you're getting is really a a huge mistake. It's a huge mishap, I think, because pricing really does affect what people um, what what people can purchase. And let's be honest. I mean, more so than ever, there is definitely been this um, this division created. And it's so many people or so many companies are crossing that divide, meaning that so many companies are looking to do more voiceover work. They're looking to do more work on social media. They're looking to do more work on these these channels where it's non-traditional. So because of that, we've got to start thinking of our services as non-traditional. So we had to leave that whole idea in the past about, you know, you've got to charge this insane amount of money for TV spots. Now, look, there's clearly loads of TV spots. But if, you know, someone contacts you, you know, like the other the other night I did something for Circle K and, you know, the, the gas station chain, if you all remember Circle K. And, um, you know, they paid me a good amount, but it wasn't like an amount that uh, I'm sure, you know, someone would have been paid for a national spot that was, you know, um, going to that was bought out and or is going to have like a six month um, uh, like a, a six month fee for them using the spot on radios across the country or TV ads, you know. So, I mean, but that's the whole point, though. They were using that for a specific need, paid me really decently. And um, it was great. There was no fuss. There was no mess. There was no you know, worried about signing 10 different contracts. There was no, you know, NDA. There was, you know, I mean, um, I, I just, what I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, we have to start realizing too, that these bigger companies want to be able to work with talent, pay them still, but not have to deal with all of the mess that has been set up before. Now, um, I don't know if you all know, but a lot of the laws, especially for actors and, and artists, were created to protect um, per, to protect uh, us and uh, being wrongfully used for um, for our work. A lot of it, a lot of kid laws and stuff too. If you, you ever heard of Shirley Temple, I'm sure you have, uh, but they're called the Shirley Temple laws. And it kind of kicked off this idea of child labor, but then labor in general being used and of course, unions and so forth. But basically, the idea behind that is, especially with union and SAG uh, and all the things that, you know, those those unions do is to protect our rights so that we are paid a wage that we can survive off of. But listen, the reality is this, okay? That was definitely set up in a time when that was needed because there was no way to do anything but live off of what an employer paid you. Okay, there was no way to to go 
anywhere in the world and find business. There was no, you know, yes, it was free market, but not really, not for most people. I mean, our market today is freer than anyone else, uh, any, any other time in the world. So, you know, we have the luxury of going anywhere and, and doing business, especially here, you know, with what we do, we, I've done business all over the world. I mean, you know, it's wild. Every corner of the world uh, at this point so far, I've pretty much done business there. Now there's so many, there's more, I mean, clearly there's a lot more, in the world. <laughs> but what I mean is, is I've done business you know, and, and so many countries around the world. And it's, it's, that has changed everything. So we just have to think about the fact that don't get one confused with the others. You'd be like, where are you going with this, Anthony? Don't get one confused with the other, meaning that don't get, we are being abused and we need to, you know, uh, not be abused and we need to stand up for our rights. Well, you know what? We're freelancers and we have the choice whether or not to work for a certain, you know, person or a certain wage or whatever, we had that choice. People didn't used to have that choice. Either you worked for a certain person or you worked for a certain company or you didn't work. I mean, it was that simple. Uh, you know, and people controlled all of that. But a freelancer, the very definition is that we are free to do whatever we want and to, to go wherever we want and to work wherever we want, however long we want and charge however much we want. We can do all of that. So it gives us an incredible amount of freedom. So I, I, with that, all that being said, okay, let's talk about the actual nuts and bolts of your pricing. Um, I've been looking at a lot of Fiverr gigs recently. And uh, by the way, if you are interested, you know, send me over your, you know, send me over your stuff. Uh, message me. I'd love to see your things, uh, your, your Fiverr gigs. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't, um, I'm not able to do so much, but I definitely be able to look because I have to tell you this. The more I look, I see pricing is I, I the first thing I look when someone tells me they have an issue is their prices. And about nine point nine, I'm not kidding you guys, nine point nine out of ten times, that is the first thing, at least on Fiverr, that I see is wrong is pricing. When it comes to ACX, what I notice is is people, a lot of people when they start, they just have no idea what they should be doing on ACX, how they should be charging. ACX is a different beast because ACX uh, only gives you a certain amount of uh, ways to charge. You know, they, they give you the zero to 50, 50 to 100, 100 to 200, 200 to 400, 400 to 1,000. And they also allow royalty share. But, you know, that's kind of one of those things where knowing where you are going with your business is important. So that way you can understand if like you're trying to create a residual income over, you know, over a long period of, over many years, royalty share is a great way to attack it, you know? And I mean, and I mean, attack it. I mean, go after it. If you want to create a residual income, royalty share is probably the number one way that you can do it. I mean, I sit back and which I'm about to get back into it, I believe, you know, I, I focus so much on voice one, two, three, I'm about to get back in. Anyways. So pricing for that is really important. And it's important to take your business into account where you want to go. Okay, so pricing with that can go up and down. And on ACX, it's important to note that, again, same thing with Fiverr. If you are not working, and guys, I say this from the bottom of my heart, and it is, again, has nothing to do with your worth of a a human being or an amazing person that you are because you all are, are amazing. Stop worrying about charging some small amount of money when you're just starting out or you're, you're, you're not doing any work. 
I mean, like you don't have any work in the pipeline. You know, get some work. Don't be afraid to, you know, take it on the chin a little bit to get started, you guys. I mean, when I first started, I literally did, I mean, like looking back on it, I did work for near cheap as hell. But you know what? The experience, you get you get the ball rolling, all of that stuff is important. And again, that analogy, if you are not selling out, all right, if you're not selling out the house, you got to work on selling out first before you add another show. You've got to work on getting getting voiceover work before you start raising your prices. If you have no work, raising your prices, that's not going to get you more work. And I have to tell you, there is this uh, falsehood out there that if you raise your price, all of a sudden, after a while, you're going to get some huge offer. That's very rare. And that happens to people very rarely. Okay. It does happen. Sure. But that's not, that's, you know, that's like the needle in the haystack. That's not normal everyday life. So it's super important that you think of it, that context that you are trying to get your business rolling. So let's talk about Fiverr and let's talk about the idea of what a pricing structure should look like from the standpoint of what's standard on Fiverr and how to get some people talking about your gig, okay? The first offer okay, that you do on there, the basic offer is what everybody sees. And there is four different parts to it. You have your the amount of words you offer. You It has, do you offer any revisions? Then it has, do you offer an HQ wave file, high quality wave file? And then what is the price? That is the basic offer. That is what everybody sees for your pricing when you start. If you want to start getting some people talking about your work, some traffic, some um, some some way to, well, not necessarily traffic, but people talking about your work, people purchasing your work from you, you need to start looking at that basic offer as a way to get people contacting you or ordering from you. So listen, the normal... I'd say the average is around 100 to 200 words, somewhere in between there. That's the average offering right now, okay? Somewhere between 100, 125, 150, 175, 200 words. That's the average amount of words that are being offered. That's a good number to be to offering. I suggest that you put your offering somewhere in there, okay? Let's talk about revisions. Fiverr and people, uh, you know, the stories are infamous, and I have so many about people taking me to town on revisions. But listen, then I have so much stories about doing work where, uh, you know, it was oh, so like a lot of money and people ask for no revisions. We are in the business of revisions. It's funny. There's another saying about writing uh, plays and writing books and they say or a play, they say play isn't written. It's rewritten. Same with a book. You know, you don't write a book. You edit a book. I mean, the whole idea is, you know, we you know, think about your voiceover work in that context. All right. We do a voiceover. We revise that voiceover until it's right. We are performers and we are performers of a recording. So it's not live theater. That's why live theater practices so much because they only get one shot. We don't practice that much because we can do it over and over again until it's right. So if go, so just think about that from the standpoint of you are going to be doing something and revising it. Do Get that into your head. So you can offer revision. My suggestion is you offer one revision to start for free. 
They just start that way. One revision. Just one. All right? All right, next. My suggestion is you offer a WAV file. Now, I know in the past I've said things like, uh, don't, you know, this is a way to make some extra money. Like revisions are a way to make extra money, um, WAV files. But listen, once again, that's in context to if you are trying to figure out ways to take the current business that you have because you have a steady business and to start making a little bit more money. And again, that is down the road when you have business built in. But until then, you've got to get that business. So, you know, offer the HQ, the way, the high quality WAV file, because all that is, is, as you should know by now, is you just clicking a button and saving it. The difference between a WAV file and an MP3 file is MP3 file is compressed. WAV file is raw. It's uh, got the whole, it, there's the whole entire audio. It's just a higher quality file. But because of that, it's a lot larger, takes up a lot more space. Do you understand? And after a while, it will eat your entire um, space, like eat all of your free space up on your computer. Uh, so that's why, by the way, a little tip, get a um, a portable hard drive, you know, one of those external ones so that you can save all of your stuff on there. You know, they, they have one by one terabyte, two terabyte ones. So that way you don't bog up your computer and then it runs slower and slower and slower because you got so much on there. Um, anyways, so offer that now. You have a hundred words, you have one revision, you have a WAV file. The last part of that basic offer is the price. I see people messing up here so much. My suggestion to you is charge the five or ten dollars to start. Right? And you might be saying, Anthony, how dare you say that? Okay, don't that that's just ridiculous. But guys, listen. Please, it you are not that it, it it is just to get your conversation started. And you know what? If someone if someone pays you five dollars for fifty words, and you have no business, is it really that bad? Is it really that bad to spend you know three minutes, two minutes recording something, doing a quick edit, and sending it to them? Is it is it really going to kill you? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we, you know, we will, again, distance yourself from the idea that this has something to do with your worth as a human being. It has nothing to do with your worth. Okay. This is a business strategy for you to start making money. And it does not devalue our industry. It has nothing to do with devaluing our industry. Okay. The, the, the woman who wants to record <clears throat> a happy, you know, like record a message for, you know, her friends or something, uh, how does that devalue our industry? You know, I mean, she, you know, if anything, that helps our industry. You know, we are opening up the ability for so many more people to do, to use our services than ever before. Okay, and just like anything else, we have to work towards getting those people to the places we want. But in the meantime, you know, don't be afraid to charge an opening wage to start when you are just starting out. And here's my here's my rule of thumb. If I get to the point where I am so busy, I have no choice but to charge more or to put more restrictions on my work because I can't keep up 
that is when you add another performance. Okay, or that is when you raise your prices. You don't need to raise your, you don't need to go out of the gun. Okay, well, let me rephrase. You are on, if we're, we're talking about Fiverr, Fiverr is a very specific platform. Okay, people go on that platform looking for high quality talent at an affordable rate. Notice I didn't say they're looking for high quality talent to rip off. You might think, well, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it means. I, no one goes on that. I mean, maybe maybe a person or two, but you know, you don't go to Walmart to rip rip off, you know, Food Lion or or rip off Harris Teeter. You go to Walmart to get a good quality product, at least try to get a, a quality product at a rate that you can afford at that play that moment in time. There's no other thought that's going on. We don't go in there thinking how we're going to destroy the um, grocery industry or destroy the merchandise industry. Think think about it that way. Who does that? I mean, I don't go to Walmart thinking today I destroy the industry. No, I don't. You don't do that. People are not doing that. Okay, it is. There is a bunch of people who are angry about the new way that voiceover, the new direction it's going. All right. Now, don't be upset at those people either, because those people are trying to maintain a certain level of pricing that they enjoy that they want to uh, in court, and that's fine. But they have to understand, too, that it is unfair to impose a will of a, the, the past onto other people for the future. But that is a way of life, and that's what we have to deal with. So anyways, your pricing, and, and again, can be anything you want, but my suggestion is start out $5, $10. Now, on the back end of that, once we get that's your basic offer, that's what everybody sees. When someone goes into, and I really like how Fiverr, I really do I like how Fiverr does this because they don't do this for the other, uh, most of other Fiverr, if you look around to other gigs and other um, categories, they have gig off, like they have um, specific basic offers, right? But we get to do wording where people type in their words, uh, type in the amount of words they have, and it comes up with a price, right? I actually love that. So on the back end of that, it allows you to add some extra uh, pricing. So what I would do then is I would say uh, the next box is about how much time. Oh wait, wait. The next box is your next offering after that. So it's the words and the price. I would do a hundred words for ten dollars. So that way, now that you have the for the first offering of everything a hundred words or less, it's going to be five dollars. Then after that, everything that's a hundred words, it's going to be ten dollars. So if you do five hundred words, it's going to be forty five dollars. All right, as opposed to $25. Now, the next section after that talks about the amount of time it takes for you to do uh, whatever amount of words that the person orders. So if they order a thousand words, how how long will you allow that? Will you do that in a day? Will you offer your services two or three days? Listen, when you first start off, I recommend offering one day. Okay, one day service, 24 hour service. Again. People might say that it's just ridiculous. Don't do that. That's silly. This is Fiverr. This is Fiverr. All right. So the whole idea is, is people are offering that. Top rated sellers are offering that. If you don't offer that service, people are just going to go pay a top rated seller who's charging $10, charging $10 for a hundred words. So if they're charging that, now, not all of them, you might look around and say, Anthony, there's, they charge, there's people who are charging, you know, $45 for 
uh, 100 words. Or there's that guy who who charges 100 or 100, I think he raised his prices to 150 recently, $150 per 100 words or something like that, or 200 words. I mean, that's what are we doing here? Forget about them. They have been on Fiverr for a long time and built a business and are at a point, again, where they are selling out their shows, they've raised their prices. You need to start getting some work, okay? Is, you know, so, so I would, what I usually do is I do a thousand words in one day. That's how much I will do in one day before they add another day. Then after that, underneath that, I do a thousand words for a day. So if someone orders 7,000 words, it's going to be like seven or eight days. Okay. All right. I think that's going to, let's, let's stop up there because it's getting almost 30 minutes here. Uh, I, I hope that helps. And I hope you think stop thinking now about pricing as defining you and pricing as a way to get your business started. Get some business revved up. You might also think of it a way to kickstart your business again. All right. Now, there are so many things out there about not being the lowest person or being the highest person or what end do you want to be on? You know, I mean, we're talking about Fiverr. I'm not saying go out there and, you know, start go to you know, some major corporation and say, I'll do your voiceover for $5. That, that's, a, that, that, that's silly because it, they're not even going to talk, like, has nothing to do with your pricing. <laughs> they do it that, that you just don't, you're not going to get anybody because that's not how you get business when you're going through major corporations. All right. But on Fiverr, it's a great way to start to get some business and to get revved up. Okay. Because you need to start getting those reviews flowing, you know, and you need to start getting some work under your belt. And it's a great way to practice. Fiverr is like this ultimate practice ground. And more and more people are realizing that. Okay, especially more and more professionals. All right, you guys, I hope this helps. I'm so excited to have talked to you about this today. And I hope this really gives some people some value. Please go ahead and subscribe. Please remember, leave a review on uh, the iTunes uh, podcast of Vio's Journey. And uh, I'm going to pick one uh, to read out loud. Uh, or to read over the podcast every day. So uh, as long as we have enough. (laughs) So go ahead and leave them. All right. I'd love for you to do that. And uh, thank you guys so much. Have a great Friday. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Peace.